What's up, guys? I'm back. I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo, and we are on Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16 through 19. So go ahead and check it out, read it. And if you haven't, stop the tape and do that and then come back. We'll answer the four questions. If you have already read through, let's jump into it. Let's let's see what it has to say. We are on the prayer of Paul. We talked about last episode that we humble ourselves before the Father because he is the sovereign creator overall. And so Paul is praying to this sovereign creator for something to happen, man. And what is it that he is praying for is important because if this is a prayer that Paul feels is good to pray, then it's probably a prayer that we ourselves should be praying for one another and for ourselves. And so, man, let's jump in and see what it is that it is that uh, Paul has to pray for. He says this. He says uh, that you, that he might give to you. Says, so that he might give to you the riches of the glory of his glorious power and that he might strengthen you through his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and in love we might be rooted and founded so that we might be strengthened to comprehend with all the saints the breadth and the width and the height and the depth, and then to know the surpassing or and to know the the love of Christ that surpasses all knowledge. And then also so that we might be filled with all the fullness of God. So what are the things he's asking uh, God to for them to know? Uh, well, well, first, it's that we might know the glory of his power. And so first off, I think that is what we should be praying for each other, is to know the glory of his power, to know the power of God. Earlier he says that, he says to know the power of God towards the saints. And so so we would know this power, but not only that we would know this power, but he prays through the spirit that we would be strengthened in our inner man. So that means that this power will be displayed in how we become more like Christ. Uh, that we would become more, uh, f- have more fortitude and understanding of our faith and the ability to carry it out in our lives. That's the power and the purpose of the spirit in our lives is to strengthen our inner man. I think it says in um, Romans, it says that we are to be renewed in our mind, continually to renew our mind. And that's what the spirit does. He's praying for that renewal for us. He's praying for that renewal. But also he says that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. And so not only that, I think this is because we already know if a person has come to faith in Christ, that the Holy Spirit resides in them. That was talked about in chapter one. And so what does this mean that Christ may dwell in their hearts like he's not already there? Well, I think it's that we can understand and know him more. Like uh, the revelation of the knowledge of him is what he prayed earlier in the first prayer. Well, I think this lines up to that understanding. Is Christ dwelling in our hearts is a nearer and dearer relationship with the person of Christ, which means we know him more intimately. And so Paul is asking for us to be renewed in the inner man by the spirit. We'd be strengthened in the inner man by the spirit to do the things that we're called to do. But then also that we would know Christ more. 
that our heart would long for and understand and discern the purposes that, that, that Christ has for us, which is another thing he said earlier is that we would know the, the purpose of our calling for which we have been called. And so that is what it means for Christ to dwell in our hearts through faith. Our growth, our faith would grow more in him. And then it says that we'd be rooted and grounded in love. And so I think that means that that, that the foundation and understanding of who we are would be in love. First off, we'd be rooted and grounded, which is a similar passage in Colossians that says, in Christ. But this, this thing here is that we would understand love as the, the motivating, the pushing factor in this. And then Paul also prays this. It says that we'd be strengthened to comprehend with all the saints what the width, the height, the depth, and the breadth is he, he doesn't uh, he doesn't uh, give a uh, give a uh, what do you call it a um, accusative or direct object <laughs> that means there's 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 no like object in which we're supposed to know what it is it's it's assumed but for us it's difficult to assume as we are not the original hearers of what it is but I've read through a few books and a few times we see there's two different things that people kind of think that that Paul is saying about what we could comprehend. Well, first off, most people assume it's his love. And that definitely would be awesome. But I think it's a little bit different here because we go into the next uh, uh, verse, or next part of his prayer, and then he talks about the knowledge of the love of Christ. But what he had just talked about earlier was the power. And that was also what he talked about in the uh, chapter one, or I'm sorry, chapter, yeah, chapter one when he prays for um, the people of God, is that they would know his power. And so I think those are two things, especially in light of understanding the world that they were living in in this time and how they were afraid of the spiritual power, the people that lived in the spiritual realm that could have control over them in their minds. And so they used magic to kind of conjure up or control or rule over these spirits. Well, the power of God was necessary for them to understand and be reminded of that he is far above all of this. And so when he says that they should be strengthened to comprehend what the, the width and the breadth and the height and the depth is, I think it's of the power of God. Man, they would recognize the extreme and absolute power that God has. And that's something we should be praying, man, that we should recognize the power that God has, especially in a world where sometimes we feel like we are powerless. But if you have faith in Christ, then we are with the one who has all power. And then finally, it says that we might know the love of Christ that surpasses all knowledge. It's funny because he asked for them to understand something that is uncomprehendable. It's incomprehensible. There's no way that we can even understand the love that God has for us. Yet Paul says, somehow let them grasp this concept. And then finally, that we would be filled with the fullness of God, that, that this love and this power, this recognition of it would fill our hearts as we begin to be transformed by the Spirit, as we know God more and more, that we will be filled with all the fullness.
of God. So if you're looking for how to pray for somebody, there you go. Ephesians got you. It's got you in chapter one. It's got you in chapter three. (laughs) But what does this say about God? Well, the Trinity's on display, man. We got to be filled with the fullness of God. It says that uh, we recognize and know Christ's love and that the spirit is the one that is moving in our hearts. So Paul has the triune God on display. And so that's something that we should recognize is that God is a God that is in three persons, in the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. What's this say about man? Is that we should be filled with the fullness of God. That we should um, know God more in faith. That we should be, be desiring for the Spirit to change the inner man. That we would be desiring the Spirit to renew us and to, to strengthen us as we seek to follow Him. That we should be rooted and grounded in love. That love should be the motivation of the things that we do. Those are the things that as as man we should be recognizing and seeing. But how does this come together? How do we walk this out? Well, I think first off, man, is just sit and contemplate the love of God. Because he says it surpasses all understanding. And so just sit and bask and wonder what is the, the love of God? And then also, man, to comprehend what he says that, that that we would know the width, the depth, the breadth, and the height of his love, or I mean of his uh, power, sit in and comprehend the immense power of God. And then know this, that they go together. That because he loves us, he will use that power. He will take that power and he will cause all the promises that he's made to us to be accomplished, to happen. So, man, just, just, just contemplate on that, the love of God and the power of God. I'll see you guys in the next episode.